This is the Flavor of Leadership podcast. I am your host, Clint Hoops. Together, we explore the unique blend of leadership wisdom that helps top leaders consistently achieve work goals, develop personally, and find fulfillment with family. Let's get started. This is episode number 40. I can't believe, actually, that we are already at 40 episodes here on Flavor of Leadership. I truly want to thank all of you that have been here supporting us on the show by listening and sharing the show with your friends or your colleagues or family. Appreciate all those that have sent out show topic ideas and questions. I really appreciate all of those that have, you know, done a written review. And I've had some of you that have reached out to me with success stories of how the show has helped you, your team, or even your family. And I truly can't tell you how much this means to me that you would take the time to to reach out and, and tell me how the, the show has helped you. So truly, thank you so much. As a reminder, for if there's any of you that do want to share a success story with me or a win that you've had with your team, or if you want to share a great show topic idea that you had or a question that you would love for us to cover, please send those to Clint, C-L-I-N-T, at flavoroflearship.com or go ahead and send me a message on Facebook or LinkedIn. Both of those work great and I will get them. Thank you once again. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the use of absolutes, right? So absolutes. So when you're, when we're talking, often we will use the words, you will use the words never, forever, always, all, only, none, all of these words that are very definite, right? They're very clear cut. There's no room for error or no room for movement, nothing like that. They truly are all or nothing, right? There's no exception. They are absolute. And so I actually have my six-year-old. He always uses absolutes. I say that jokingly, right? I use the word always on purpose. He truly does very often, though, (laughs) use absolutes in the way he speaks. It seems like no matter what it is, just like many other kids that are his same age, he says things like this. He says, we never get to go get ice cream, even though we had went just the night before or two nights before, (laughs) right? Or I always have to clean up my little brother's mess, you know, or he always messes up my Legos. That's one I, I think I heard this morning, right? And is it true? Well, you know, not always, but man, it, it happens quite a bit, especially when you've only lived for such a short time. It seems like it is always. So my little boy does this and, and we often do the same thing, right? We will use these absolutes and even when they're inaccurate, it seems harmless, right? Most of the time it is harmless. And most of the time people know what you mean when you say this always happens. Or this never happens, right? Sometimes we think people understand, but often we'll use these words. It doesn't come across quite like we would hope or quite like we intended. The words we say do make a difference, especially when you are a leader, right? It makes a difference. So what does the use of absolutes, what does this do to our credibility as a leader? 
When using these absolutes, how does that impact how people view you? I would submit that using these absolutes as a leader often can make you look less informed, less intelligent, and truly maybe even less capable than you truly are. When you use them incorrectly or too often, it can make you look like you don't actually know what you're talking about. Or like I said, you're not very well informed on where reality actually sits. Or it looks like you're exaggerating constantly, right? You're you're making things much bigger or smaller or bigger deal or less of a deal than they really are. And so I have done this, used absolutes when I shouldn't have. And I'm sure most of you probably have as well at one point or another. It actually makes me think about the podcast from last week. So the podcast last week, we talked about the English Olympic rowing team that their whole goal in whatever they were going to do was first to ask the question, will it make the boat go faster, right? And if it doesn't make the boat go faster, then we're not going to do it. If it doesn't help us get closer to our goals, whatever it is we're doing, then we're not going to do it, right? And so at times, it seems that the use or the negative use of absolutes definitely do not make the boat go faster or help us get closer to our goals. It seems like we can use these absolutes in a way that seems harmless, but can actually have a negative effect, make the boat go slower or get us farther from our goals in small, seemingly insignificant ways, right? At work, someone may say, Ethan is always late. Or Janet never meets her deadlines, right? I have seen this go south specifically when you're a leader doing those things. Because Ethan, is he truly always late? Probably not. I'm sure it's possible that someone has always been late, never been on time, not once. Perhaps that would be their future performance until they're fired, right? And Janet never meets her deadlines. Probably not true. She probably does meet her deadlines sometimes. So there may be something else that needs to happen, right? Like I said, I've seen this go south when a leader does this, especially when they're trying to do like a write-up or something or a discipline of some sort, because maybe there is an Ethan or a Janet that is often late or often missing her deadlines. And so some sort of performance improvement needs to happen, right? Some sort of discipline, a conversation, whatever it might be, the leader will describe this person's behavior in an absolute. Well, you know, you're always late. And so this happens. And what happens immediately? That person goes on the defensive, right? The person getting the feedback. They almost can't even hear what you're saying anymore because you are telling them they always do something. And in fact, that's not true. They don't always do that thing, even though it's often. It seems harmless enough. I have seen this happen in these types of conversations and you, and you almost can't recover <laughs> fast enough on this type of thing. So. Once again, if it's unacceptable behavior or something's to happen, it's you got to talk to the person, but it can get blown out of proportion really quickly just by the way that we present it. A number of years ago, I once, you know, I had kind of an open door policy for employees to come and I love that. You know, I love for people to be able to come and have a conversation and be able to, to be heard. And a number of years ago, I had an employee that once came to my office to give me some feedback, actually, that they had for me on a comment I had made in a staff meeting. 
So I thought, okay, sure, have a seat. Let's talk. So apparently what had happened is, and I I don't remember all of the details specifically, but I had been congratulating a certain department on their exceptional performance, right? They had great performance and uh, had received some customer compliments. In fact, so I was sharing those for with the whole team so that all the other departments and and everyone could could celebrate with them. And I wanted to congratulate them openly. Right. And this staff member that came to me came in and said that I always praised this certain department and never right two of those different absolutes praised their department. Now, the funny thing is, is this employee had actually only been working for us for a few months, which is kind of funny because. You know, they've only been there for a few months. So to know that I always do one thing or never do another. Now, that's that's quite interesting after that quick. Right. That was the first thing that was kind of funny. But the other thing that's kind of interesting is I generally prided myself on being able to listen to people and 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 just kind of see get from their point of view. But it was funny how quickly when they used the absolutes of always and never. Oh, my goodness. It's funny how quickly that my mind just flipped right it put me on the defensive like well i'll show you never you know and it's funny how in my head i began to to think you know hey if you were more concerned about doing your job you know you would be praised in staff meeting more often you know but i mean i'm just just kind of joking there but but i did i I refrained from saying anything like that and just tried to listen you know take it in all right just listen you know trying to to kind of ignore the use of those absolutes because i know that's not what she truly meant but that's what i heard and that's what that's how it made me feel And so, because you try to do good, right? You're trying to do good as a leader. And most employees are trying to do a good job. The the truly great thing about this, to finish the story for you, to hear what actually happened. Well, in the end, it turns out it's kind of funny, is this employee wasn't at our previous staff meeting that we had had. And the funny thing is, I had actually praised this employee's department for their performance in the previous staff meeting that this employee had not attended. So it worked out perfectly. I'm like, well, actually, you weren't there when we did praise them. So that helped to close everything up in kind of a funny way. But, but in the end, absolutes can impact all of us. Another place that's difficult to use absolutes is, is back to family. That's where we started, right, with the story of my, my little six-year-old boy. So it's difficult when our children use these absolute words against us. You know, it can test our patience. For instance, with the ice cream example I gave with my little boy, he says, we never get to go get ice cream or never get to go get a snow cone or fill in the blank, whatever it is. Even though we had just done it, it starts to make you defensive as as a parent where you're like, well, I mean, I'm not going to take you then. If you think we never go, then I'm never going to take you again. You know, that's where your mind starts going. It's really easy to do that. And so sometimes we may end up using the same little absolutes back at our children in the end, which we got to be careful of as parents, right? We may say something like, you know, little Joey, we may say this to somebody else, you know, and they may overhear one of the other siblings will overhear, or even just the way that we view the child can change. We'll say something like little Joey, he's a good boy, but he never remembers to do his chores or he always does this wrong or he's always like this. And in the end that can start to taint our own view of our own child and their potential or of an employee, right, at work and and their potential when we label people incorrectly. Now, once again, just like always, I'm all about performance. I don't want to give people excuses for to make mistakes at work and not hold them accountable. It's not that at all. But sometimes absolutes can incorrectly label people 
with the wrong attributes. There are other people that label themselves where they'll say, I am someone who is never late. And someone like that, when they finally are late, they can barely forgive themselves, right? And it just eats them up inside when really they had a flat tire, something happened. Do you know what? It happens. Things happen. It's okay. Even though I am all about performance, I want people to perform, but life does happen. So sometimes people can't forgive themselves when they've built themselves up with all these absolutes around how, how they need to be. And so I love when people want to perform and want to be the best, but to be able to use the mistakes that we make to grow. Now that's, that's a great one. We can use absolutes to be, I am one who always uses my mistakes as a way to grow. Now that's great. I love that, right? That's a much more positive, positive way because that's something that you can, you can actually accomplish. You can actually do. And there are other positive ways that we can, we can use absolutes when they truly are accurate and true or when they can, can help us in the way I just described. So what is the challenge for this week? It is to pay attention to the absolutes that you hear others say, and even more importantly, to listen for the ones that you say, or even the ones that you think. Try and catch yourself for the next seven days and see how it helps your interactions with others. You may find that you use them much more often than you ever realized before. Pay attention. It'll make a difference. You got this. Until next week. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Flavor of Leadership podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at flavoroflidership.com. Thanks for listening.